Mike Wilson. Uh, yes, excuse me, everyone. I'd like to propose a toast to our new head of management. Ah, great. Wait on my first day, the jocks won't cut me a break, and now I have to deal with some alien monster, and his goop is all over my shoe. Can this day get any worse? I had to ask. Well, at least it'll wash the goop off. Hi, I'm Ryan Hanna. And I'm Mike Wilson. And you're listening to... The Amateur Voice. Hi, folks. We are here with Mike Wilson, also known as Mick Whitefire28. On the Hello, everybody. How you doing today? Here he is. Hi, Mike. How you doing, mate? I'm doing great. Are you people ready to rock? Are you people ready to rock? All right, Mike, let us begin. Okie dokie. How did you get into voice acting as an interest? As an interest? I've done impressions ever since I was a child, of course, didn't think it would be an occupation back then as a child. And I'd pick up on little things, you know, growing up in the neighborhood. I did, like, you know, down the street, some people talking. Oh, sir, you want these on your car? Oh, no? Okay, it's fine. And, you know, even the... May. Those white people with their dogs and their yoga? May. <laughs> it's frustrating, I tell you, man. So you play pretend? Yeah, pretty much. And then that... That was kind of fueled even more by watching behind the scenes of movies I watched and uh, shows that I watched. Uh, particularly, the one that sparked my interest in acting particularly was Drake and Josh. I don't know, it looked like such a fun thing. I'm like, yeah, I want to do that. But I didn't really take anything with it except for classes in high school. What ultimately made me take the plunge to do that was a school project I had to do. Well, I didn't have to. I chose to do it. Okay. It was an option. I was like, huh, why not? And I recorded myself doing an <coughs> interview with Leonardo da Vinci. And I got a good grade, but I hated hearing myself back. <laughs> but I kept I kept doing more and more stuff, like doing impressions of Sonic the Hedgehog from the 1990s. And even modern day. <laughs> and just doing more and more of it because I got such a high at that microphone. I still do. Oh, it's it's been a fun ride ever since. Part of the craft, part of the love. That's the reason people love doing this so much. Now I have to ask, was that a acting class in high school? Yes, a theater class. Ah, so you got it interested pretty young. Or rather, you got some exposure pretty young. Yeah. Excellent. So, you've auditioned for a bunch of stuff, I'm, I'm, I'm told. Yeah. And you're on your journey, so what has the journey of an aspiring voice actor been like? Like climbing a mountain range. It's long, there's peaks and there's valleys, but I keep going because I see the top and I'm like, that's gonna be so great when I get to that top. I'm gonna look out and see the horizon and it's just gonna be beautiful. So have you ever done any auditions? And uh, let's say professional. Professional auditions, yes. Uh, even before this interview, I had done an audition for an animated series, and there were these two characters. One was just a normal high school student, which I kind of chose this voice to do for it, or something along these lines. I don't quite remember what I did. And then the other one was an insane man, which I kind of made him a little bit proper, but at the same time kind of twisted. See, it wasn't that hard. <laughs> All you had to do was break your leg. <laughs> 
That's pretty cool. Do you think you get the job? Maybe, maybe not. But if I don't, I hope they got a guy that could do it so much better than me. You know, speaking on that, voice acting as a profession, as a career path, is full of... I don't want to say the word rejection because that's not right. Rather scenarios where you have not been selected because we all know from the jack I think Angel it's a little bit of both because hmm? i remember one guy gave a statistic that 15 percent of people will not like you no matter what i that and makes i so think that's kind of true mm-hmm. so there is going to be a little bit of rejection but for the most part it's just a matter of selection you are not right for this part definitely yeah that's exactly from the jack angel interview that crispin freeman had with him and we were just uh, we were just saying a couple minutes before the recording began, um, which is an amazing resource. Go take classes with Crispin Freeman. Go yes. listen to Crispin's podcast. Yes, I have taken the class and listened to his podcast. It's a great podcast. That's free. It's the free. Class is not the class is not. It's a bit pricey, but it's worth every penny. It is worth every penny. Yeah, he's a genius, Crispin Freeman. Indeed, really Thanks. teaches you to think. To think. To act. So now, you've done auditions. How do you, as an amateur slash pre-professional, handle rejection? For the most part, it's a thing of... it. Sometimes it's a thing of... I do the audition and then I completely forget about it. And then other ones where I'm like, oh, that character was really fun. I hope I get it. And I don't get it. But again, I'm happy if the guy they did get did a better job than I ever could. Right, because it's about the project. Yes. That's I think I think that's an attitude that a lot of people need to embrace is you are a product. You are not Indeed. this person who should voice act because you want to make millions of dollars and be adored. Which is a false ideal and you should get out of it now if that's your idea. Get out of it. I think it was Kylie Bear that said uh on a regular pay scale, voice actors get about $64 an hour uh, and a two-hour session minimum. So let's say they work about four hours a week. Uh, 64 hours, I'm sorry, $64 an hour is great at a 40-hour pay scale. But they usually only not work. At a Ford, not at a Ford yeah, hour. Not for four hours. That's not livable. So a lot of yeah, people At least starting there. out anyway. As you get more work and more work, you get... A little bit more of a pay scale, and maybe you get to a point where you can make a living doing it. Mm. But two percent of all actors in LA alone work to make a living. So what does that mean? Work just acting to make a living. What does that mean for everybody else? They have something else in Second addition to jobs. to support themselves. Things like voiceover classes and um, even just bartending. Yeah, but you know, you do what you love. Exactly, and you do what you can to continue to do what you love. So if now, you care about it enough, you'll find a way. Definitely. How often are you discouraged by the business? Like in the sense of... Like what, what, like what do you mean? Well, when you don't get a part, like you said, sometimes you just it doesn't phase you. It's about the project. And other times you find yourself very emotionally vested in a character that you really wanted. Which is a, which is a bad is thing, ladder? but it does happen. Oh, it does happen. Oh, totally. So how often is the latter the case? Um, recently a lot because I've gotten to audition for a lot of characters and I'm hoping 
that I get them. But knowing my pattern, I'm probably not. You never know. You never know. That's another thing about this business is you never know. Yeah, that's it. It's a complete wild card. So how did you find out about resources like the Voice Acting Alliance or even about Crispin Freeman? I think by just seeing it in my feeds on social media, I get. I don't remember how I came across them. I just remember one day they're there in my life now. Now I can't live without them. Like it was meant to be. Apparently so. There's this weird thing that I think nobody knows about it. I'm pretty sure it's a secret on the internet. It's called Google. And nobody's using it. I know. Nobody's using it. Guys. I mean, I know you're curious. You don't really know where to start looking, but you got to start somewhere. Google's a be- better place, as good as place as any. Like we said uh, in a previous recording of the same <laughs> of the same podcast that failed, uh, Corrupted One that File. Was corrupted. The Corrupted File. Doom! Go. It was corrupted by Listen. the dark side. <laughs> the dark side of the fall. I don't do that often. That's another thing you got to do. Know your limits because it's cool that you can do these kinds of voices. But if you can't sustain that for four hours at least a day. an hour, <laughs> yeah, yeah, at least your an voice hour. is gonna give out. I learned that lesson the hard way, uh, twice actually. Once I didn't do vo- uh, vocal warm-ups or anything at all at that point in time, and then I had to do this thing where I was screaming the entire time. Ah, uh, screamers. So I've been warming up ever since to protect myself from getting too damaged from that. You know, I did and hear there was an, an intro. I'm sorry, go ahead. And then there was another one where I had to yell, turning into a monster. And it was great that I could do this deep girl thing. But it really took a toll after about 20 minutes. Oof. Get your throat all cut up. I did hear something interesting. I have not tried this yet. Uh, a teaspoon of olive oil. Ooh. Swallow it before you voice act. Uh, something that you know will be tough on your throat because it coats your throat with that oil. Uh, I haven't tried it yet, so this is not yet confirmed, but maybe something to keep yeah, in mind. I'll, I'll try that too. I'll try that too. And of course, the Granny Smith apple. Yes, that helps you get rid of all the voices. So as I was saying before, uh, if you haven't and you're just entering this whole crazy mountain of a world, go listen to Crispin's podcast. On top of mine. I mean, I love Teach mine. Teach everything you need to know, kid. www.voiceactingmastery.com um, I am totally fangirling on Crispin Freeman lately, so... Forgive me. So, on that note, have you taken any professional voice acting classes? I have, with Crispin Freeman. Weird! I know! Right, you were saying that before. So, would you recommend others go take it? Yes, I would. You will learn a lot. And what was your favorite thing about I learned, I learned mostly by falling flat on my face, thinking I was going to be the best out of this class. I was wrong. He was wrong. I was terribly wrong. But you but learned. Crispin Freeman, thank God, he's a great teacher, points you in the right direction. Is like, well, is this the way? Then yes. All right, so... Try and do it like this. That's actually a really good impression of Crispin Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I didn't even try. Weird. Um, 
Also, you know, I, I forgot to mention this earlier uh, in the other podcast that we recorded. Uh, Richard Horvitz, who voices yeah. Vader Zim. Holy crap. Is he thorough? So, I would love to take a class with him, too. Oh, I, I'm not sure if he teaches them online. I hope he does. I know. That's why I'm looking around. He lives in L.A. Um, so, folks, if you haven't seen that, on top of visiting McWhitefire28 on YouTube, also look for Richard Horvitz. He was in Vader Zim. He was Daggett in Angry Beavers. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. So, Mike, as a performer, where does your confidence come from? Forcing myself into situations where it's do it or die. So you're because overcoming even, your fears. Yeah, pretty much by forcing myself into doing that. There is one fear I don't think I'll ever conquer, and that's roller coasters. Me neither. Oh, man, I can't do it. I think I lost a girlfriend over that. I can't. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I think it was that in addition to other things. But I don't think leave was... me! <laughs> I, you know... <laughs> When I was a kid, I was... Yeah, but you know what? Life isn't made of roller coasters, so I'll be okay. I was... <laughs> Some people would disagree, but... <laughs> you don't throw up every second on life, so... Maybe True. you do. If you do, I would recommend you stop listening to the podcast and go to a doctor. Yes. Because that is alarming. Um, I guess I must have been like five years old, and I went on a roller coaster with my dad, and I just threw up everywhere. In the mid... You know, in midair. I don't so, think I ever threw up. It was just oh. the thing of <laughs> panic. I am thousands of feet off the ground. Uh, so Maybe it's not the fear of height so much as the fear of falling from a great height that that roller coaster kind of triggers in me. I mean, it's like pre-Godzilla kind of fear. Um, because when I think Godzilla, then I think Mecha-Godzilla. And uh, roller coasters kind of remind me of that. It's probably pretty weird. Hmm. But you're going like very fast, 60 miles an hour on this thing. Surrounded by metal and metal sounds, and all I can think of is, but I'm like, yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? See? I think so. I'm gonna get emails after this. Why did you say that? I hate roller coasters now. <laughs> so, I gotta ask, do you warm up before voice acting now? Always. Again, what? it was because of that uh, situation where I did not warm up and tore up my throat. That was like. Okay, I'm doing warm-ups from now on, because I don't want that to happen again. What do you do? Uh, if it's just the one audition, I'll maybe do a couple of jumping jacks, stretch out my mouth a little bit, practice some diction. What did you do to die today? To minute two to two. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, just do it quick. And singing, that's how I do my vocal warm-ups. I go... And then I'll put on an instrumental of something and sing like, let it go, let it go. <laughs> Stewie? Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> um, so now... And then for stuff where I have a ton of auditions mm -hmm. or things to record for that day, I'll go outside, I'll jog for a couple of minutes, I'll do a breathing warm-up, in addition to the diction, the vocal, all of that. What about for the, the acting? How do you warm up for the acting? How do you get into a character and stay there? Getting into a character. Sometimes it depends, because sometimes it can be instantaneous. Or it'll be a thing of repeating a phrase over and over again. Like, recently I'd gotten to 
audition for something and the for a fan made project and the original voice actor for that character was Nolan North. So what I did constantly throughout recording that entire monologue was in between lines, or even if I screwed up a line, I'd just stop and go, Sully, it belongs in the museum. <laughs> over and over again. That's and a great way, though. I've never heard of that way. That's that's good. One of the things I would do, and I'm sure, uh, listeners, if you want to message what you do to, into uh, how to get into a character, please feel free to do so. Um, one of the things that I did, uh, for example, if I'm playing a superhero... I'll spend the entire day not necessarily method acting, but just acting at certain points as the superhero. So uh, in, in ordinary situations, I'm going to the grocery store and I'm going to get milk and, you know, like something like that. And I'm people... going to get some milk. milk. Now I'll do my laundry. Yes, you know, exactly. Actually, Jay Snyder, the guy who originally sit, uh, did that YouTube video is yeah. <laughs> uh, my voice acting coach. And he, that's what he told awesome. me to do. He he told me to stop thinking about what other people think of you because it's not about them. It's about you and only you get to decide if you're a voice actor. Amen, brother. Thou treats. Amen, brother. So now you were uh, speaking before about a project that you're involved in that you wanted to give a little shout out about. Yes. I signed an NDA so I can't talk too much about it but what I am allowed to say is it's an animated zombie apocalypse film series that is going to be released on YouTube and Vimeo and all video outlets on the internet. And it's still in pre-production, which is why I can't talk too much about it. But if you want to keep tabs on the production of that, you can follow them on Twitter at nothing to lose. And I'm telling you, this stuff is looking great. Check it out. Do it. Uh, also, you guys need to check out mcwhitefire28 at youtube because i've watched some of his videos and he is really funny <laughs> really you are funny you're a funny guy oh thank you you're welcome uh so now we got to end it here um Aww. is there any advice you have for aspiring amateur voice actors who maybe you're a little bit ahead of yeah it's gonna take a while it's not gonna be an overnight Success. I know whenever you're first starting out and really interested in this, you kind of get antsy and you're jittery and going, I want to be an actor, I want to be an actor. And Calm down. It will happen, but it doesn't happen overnight. And if it does, that fame, or the fame, fame is something that you really shouldn't even be going for because it fades so quickly. And you get antsy. It's understandable, but it takes time takes time to develop that craft. It takes time, love, a lot of practice, and in some cases, money. When you're buying microphones and foam and audio programs, it can get expensive really fast. So just take it slow, only add on as you need. Like my setup right now, it's a Blue Yeti microphone with a shock mount and stand. I've got a little piece of scavenged foam from a fruit box as my sound dampener. Got my pop filter coming out to here, and I'm recording in my closet, which has a ton of clothes absorbing a lot of the sound. 
Yeah, but folks, you do what's necessary. To yeah, you do what's make necessary. It. Uh I have definitely recorded in my mother's closet, which is just packed full of clothes, and it works. It does. It works. The only downside is it's really hot. Yeah. No air conditioning. Yeah, it gets hot. And fans are bad because microphones and fans are not friends. Yeah. Even now, just like you were saying, that's that's so completely accurate. My next microphone that I need to purchase is six hundred dollars. Mm. Um uh and that's well, you for know the you're demo. paying good money for six hundred dollars. Hopefully. <laughs> um because right now the microphone you hear me on is crappy. I sound like I'm in a bubble. Hmm. But you do with what you have, just like you were saying. Yeah. And he, uh, it does get better as it goes along. It, it takes a thick skin to be an actor because there's a lot of, there is some rejection. Again, 15% of people will not like you no matter what you do. And that's just a given. That's nothing wrong with you. Nothing wrong with you. Something I, a phrase I kind of keep reminding myself and people I talk to whenever I do a Q&A or a milestone video on YouTube, which I need to do another one because I'm coming up to like 300 videos and 3,000 subscribers. Wow. So I need to be sure to do something for that. I always repeat the phrase, the words are enough and you are enough. If you put in the money and the passion and all of that, you can do it. Folks, only it you, is possible. Only you can decide if you're going to be a voice actor. Indeed. All right, so now we've had Mike Wilson. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about confidence. Or next week, next podcast, we're going to be talking about confidence as a voice actor. Ooh. Confidence. Uh, confidence in oneself. So, Mike, thank you very much for joining us. And I, you can bet that we'll have you back. Ooh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If you'll have us. Always, always, sir. Always, sir. Excellent. Until next time, signing off.